Welcome to the NACA American Dream Program. Each week, we'll talk about how NACA is revolutionizing mortgage lending with the best mortgage in America. Let me tell you this. It's no down payment, no closing cost or fees, no PMI, no consideration of your credit score. And guess what? It's at a below market fixed rate. We'll talk about how NACA is stabilizing strong neighborhoods through affordable homeownership. NACA is relentless. And how about how NACA fights for economic justice against predatory and discriminatory lending for over 30 years? Did I say it again? NACA's just relentless. This is the NACA way. Hello, hello, hello out there. NACA's American Dream program is back again. On Monday, we're not stopping, we're not ceasing. Hoping you guys had a great weekend out there. You're ready to learn some new information because we have a special show for you today to talk about the hand department. Man, 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 this may be some people's nemesis. But when I tell you it's the best thing about NACA because it protects our members from a health and sta- safety standpoint. So don't get riled up. Just learn how to work and maneuver through the system. And that's what we're doing today. We're going to address those things that you need to know to make it easy so you can get it done and you can protect your house because that's all NACA's about. But guess what? What's going on over there, Antoinette, in Texas? How are we doing out there? How was your weekend? Hey, 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 Damien. Good afternoon. Good afternoon over here in NACA land. Today is a beautiful day to be out looking for your dream home, making it your own. And we are having a blessed, beautiful day in the world of NACA today, Damien. This is the NACA American Dream Program, where you come to find out the latest and greatest about you being a part of NACA, whether you're taking part in the home ownership program, the home save program, or getting involved in your local community, being a part of our NACA action committees. This is the place where you go to know and grow. So thank you, Damien. Welcome, everyone. And again, I want to keep the lines of communication open because we have a special show today. Today, we will be talking with the mistress of hand, the master of hand, the director of the hand department, the end all, be all, know it all in hand. We are here today with Tammy Johnson. Get your questions lined up, 833-771-0500. Like us, love us. We are out here. Throw up some hearts on Facebook. Facebook, we're here live. Mm. Some hearts up. We're here on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter today. And uh, again, 833-771-0500. And you can always reach us on the official NACA page, www.naca.com. Damien, Tammy Johnson is here. We got Texas in the house hitting mm. hard today. We got Tammy Johnson, San Antonio in the house, and me in Houston. We are representing today. Tammy Johnson, thank you for being here. How are you today? Thank you, Anjanette. Thank you for welcoming back to the radio show. Hello from San Antonio, Texas. So thank you so much. I'm really looking forward to today's show and going over your questions. Hopefully I can bring some value to the team. Absolutely. And Tammy, we are glad you're back. Let me tell for those of you who don't know, I have to tell you the story. Tammy Johnson did us a huge favor. She came onto the show, told us about hand, and the show was one of our largest shows. We hit almost 50,000 viewers uh, and listeners. Uh, during that show. And uh, Facebook Live was one of our largest viewed shows because Hand is such a widely talked about and wide range audience of people from everywhere from our vendors. We got inspectors, appraisers, 
contractors, everybody started tuning in. We had our members tuning in. We had testimonies tuning in. And so it was such a widely spanned and, and widely viewed show. We say, Damien was like, Anjanette, we got to get her back. And I was like, let me try. We've been working and working and trying to get Tammy Johnson and back. Finally. She, I know, because <laughs> she is so busy. She is so busy. And Tammy, we know you deal with inspectors, you deal with appraisers, you deal with our, our membership, you deal with uh, in-house agents, outside agents, you deal with buyers, sellers, you name it. But to, to bring it all to one platform, Tell us, for those of, of us who are listening for the first time and didn't catch the first show, what is HAND? What does it stand for? And what does it mean? What, what do we do with HAND? Thank you, Anjanette. So I'd like to first start by saying HAND is the Home and Neighborhood Development Department. The Home and Neighborhood Development Department was created uh, by NACA to focus on or carry over the mission of homeownership affordability. So we have a lot of people out there dreaming about homeownership, but they're less focused on the cost of homeownership. And when it comes to the cost of homeownership, it's more than just the PITI mortgage payment. It's an actual maintenance and care of a home. So it's a, it's a big investment and it's a long-term investment. Um, even our own babies turn 18, 21, and off they go. But this is a 30-year commitment that you're in. This lasts more than most people's marriages in this country. And that's true. Look at purchasing a home um, with a different mindset. So the the Home and Neighborhood Development Department, or what we affectionately call HAND, um, we were created to work with members to identify property-related defects and conditions that will impact a member's household budget after they close. Now, um, I love, Damien, that you said, you know, this can be a nemesis to some folks because this is, this is America. We don't want to be told what we can buy, where we can buy, um, and certainly the condition of what we buy. But we are looking at the property condition on how it's going to impact a member's overall payment affordability. And many people start putting out money right after closing. Almost immediately after closing, you are moving. So you're spending a lot of the money that you have in reserves um, within 24 hours of closing. You got that moving van, you've got you know, all of the furniture, the things that people go out and buy. Um, I just refrigerator <laughs> appliances. Uh, if you're buying new construction, putting mini blinds on those windows so that your neighbors aren't checking out your business. Uh, things that are items that people don't even think about, especially if you're a first time owner, trash cans, brooms. People spend a couple grand right after they close just moving into a home. If you're buying a home with limited assets when you close and something breaks down, you don't have that landlord to call anymore. It's all on you. And um, today I'm really hoping to get into the nuts and bolts of uh, roles and responsibilities. NACA's role is to provide you an affordable mortgage, but it's your responsibility as a member, as a home buyer, to understand the condition of the property that you buy. You're you're going to be working with us to provide us documentation on the condition of this home. So we need to know the good, the bad, and the ugly. Don't hide anything because our job is to see how this is going to impact your budget, right? Once we know the condition of the home um, and you've, you've provided us all the documentation, then we can start work with, working with you on options on how to address these things. Can you take care of this on your own after closing with your own money with little to no impact of your affordability? 
Should you negotiate for the seller to do these repairs? Or if they're extensive and you want control of who's actually making the repairs to your future home, should this be a rehab escrow? And then we want to talk about the rehab escrow roles and responsibilities. This is a big you know, endeavor. And we're the facilitator of the rehab escrow agreement between the member and the lender. We don't manage it. We just facilitate the disbursement of funds per the terms of the loan. So the member's got to be on board and committed to locating contractors to do this work. And these contractors have to meet certain criteria to work within the program guidelines. They got to be licensed. They got to be insured. They got to have a tax identification. They got to be willing to work with you as well as work within the parameters of what the escrow payment guidelines are, which is just like most rehab transactions out there. Um, if you have a rehab escrow with any other provider, there's going to be rules that have to be followed. And they're not, they're not dedicated to NACA. We're, we kind of are, are, you know, right in the, the middle of the lane of what all programs provide. This is the work that has to be done. These are the documents that we need and how those get submitted. And it's not as in-depth as I think some people fear but you got to be on board and committed to learning what your role and responsibility is and how we facilitate the post-close escrow so that it can be a transaction that sets up expectations on what everyone's doing so that you can have a successful um, renovation project. And we have all these options available, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of work that a member has to do. We do um, a lot with you hand in hand, but as the new future homeowner, you know, this is your house. Who are the people you want to hire and what do those people need to do? Um, we've got some new things coming up that we've been able to negotiate with the lender that is broadening our options to our rehab project. We're very excited about it, So we can talk about that today as well. But um, I'm just here to answer general questions that anyone has out there to kind of help you decide, you know, is this is this the option that you want to go if it's a rehab? And if you do want to purchase a home with NACA, understand how the condition of that home is impacting your affordability. And uh, if you're willing to work within those guidelines, we're here to support you all the way. Tammy, the hand up in both teams. Tammy, I have a question. What do you see is some of the most one or two frequent problems or issues that people arise that it just keeps coming up that you would like people to know so that they can now circumnavigate and not get into that same space and be on that list. Is there anything? Number one, education. You have to educate yourself as a home buyer, whether you're using the NACA program, America's Best Mortgage, or you're buying with any other uh, mortgage brokerage bank out there understand what your role and responsibility is in the transaction and understand what the guidelines are to work within. If you don't clearly understand that information, you're going to struggle all the way through. Um, don't delegate it. And that's, this is the number two problem. Don't delegate your roles and responsibilities to someone else. We're working to look with the, uh, we want to work with the people that are invested in this transaction. And those are the people on the loan and in, in the, in the household. So um, you can't, your agent is there to support you, but you can't delegate your work to the agent because when this loan closes, your agent's gone. Your NACA representatives, they've moved on to help other members. It's going to be just you. So you cannot um, take a back seat to this role. You cannot take a back seat to the transaction. So education and just engagement are the two biggest challenges. There's always lots of questions, Damien, um, that are frequently asked, and we offer webinars 
The hand webinar is provided on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Tuesday is the property qualification webinar, everything that you need to know. And because they're live webinars presented by hand specialists, once we get our presentation uh, concluded, we open the floor for questions so that we will, and we pretty much stay on that call or that um, webinar until everybody's questions are answered. Wednesday is rehab escrow. If you're going to request a rehab escrow transaction, you must attend that webinar because you need to really understand your roles and responsibilities and contractual obligations to a rehab transaction. And uh, that's the biggest, uh, the biggest challenge is people focused on just getting into the home versus what happens after that loan closes and what your role and responsibility is. Because ultimately you're the homeowner and you are um, in a contractual obligation with the lender to meet the terms of that rehab escrow. Understand what those terms are. We give them to you in writing up front, answer those questions, and we walk you through any of the challenges. If it's not something you want to do, move on to another option. We're there to support you for that as well. So it sounds like, Tammy, one of the great things about this is in the traditional world outside of NACA, if you buy a home, now you're now having to come up with money, get another loan to fix things on your home. But the unique thing about NACA is it's rolled into your loan. You're not having to save up money to figure out how you're going to fix the bathroom sink or how you're going to you know, put new tile on the floor. It sounds like if it falls within your budget and you all can work it together to be within the budget, they're not able to roll those in, get it done, close on your house, get stuff fixed and sit down and drink a soda and chill out and not have to worry about, oh, I'm going to have to do the blinds. I'm going to have to do the floors. I'm going to have to extend or expand something. You may not have to do anything for years. That's what this sounds like to me. So it's a good place to be by taking advantage and not being afraid of the hand department, but taking it head on and seeing what you could get done and roll into your loan. How cool is that? Oh my gosh. It's great. And I think you make it sound nice and you make it sound really pretty, but there there's things that you need to do as a buyer to protect yourself. There is the, the, the statement buyer beware is out there for a reason, right? In our market today, the inventory is harder to find in the affordable price range for a lot of mm-hmm. our members. A lot of these properties were also purchased by investors and they mm. were uh, fixed up to flip for additional profit. You don't know what these investors have covered up. They are about maximizing their profit mm-hmm. with putting minimal investment into that property. Mm-hmm. We want to make sure that you understand if you buy a home that doesn't need rehab, because not everybody's going to go that rehab um, route and they shouldn't. It's not for everyone. Um, mm-hmm. so you got to have a lot of patience and time and focus in that type of transaction. But if you're buying a home and you want to, everyone's going to work through hand if you're buying a pre existing property, whether the home doesn't need repairs and we've identified that um, or it needs repairs, how it's going to be done. But we get a lot of members that are submitting over, you know, a waiver requests to waive things that they can handle. We just want to dig a little deeper and make sure that you understand what the condition of the home is, especially if it's move in ready. That's generally the sign of an investment flip. And we get a lot of post-close calls after um, a member closes. They don't have a rehab escrow and there's problems. The minute you move into a home, you're going to start finding out what really works and what doesn't work. Um, What was stuck together with bubble gum and what was really done Uh right. Right. So um, 
whether it's a rehab or whether it's not a rehab, the number one thing that you should be looking at when you're buying a home through the NACA organization is what is the condition of the property and how does that impact my budget? From there, we can talk about your options instead of just looking at rehab or being available to hand or being afraid of hand. Move all of that aside. What's the condition of your home and how is it going to impact your budget? Gotcha. And believe it or not, the questions are coming in. Believe it or not, they are. Now, we did have, just so you know, Tammy, I had pulled up. There were some questions from the last show that wasn't answered. And so we didn't answer them because we ran out of time. You know, good things, good things. It always happens. It goes so fast. But it's two things that I actually really wanted to know the answer to this. And one of the questions, uh, just so you know, three of them you've already hit. You've already tapped on those questions. So you, you, you're packing punches, little do you know. But one of them was, how do I get introduced to hand? If I'm moving into a home that has no that needs no repairs, do am I still introduced to hand? That's question number one. And the next question was, I moved into my home, didn't need hand at the time. However, there's many, many of many, many repairs that are needed now. Can I go back into hand? So one question was, how do I how do I get introduced to hand when I'm looking for my property? Is it just automatically done? And the second question was, I've moved into my property and I need them. You know, two very good questions. So let's start with the first one. Every member that purchases a pre-existing property type will be working through the hand process. What is pre-existing? Pre-existing is not new construction. So if you're buying a pre-existing property type, whether it's single family, condo, a townhome, two, three, four family, mixed use, those are our eligible property types for purchase. If it is pre-existing, meaning pre-owned, that property will require a property inspection. You're going to work with a registered property inspector, and that inspection will be uploaded to your file for hand to review. Remember what I said about your role as a member to identify property conditions well, most of our members are not licensed property inspectors. We want a third party uh, independent contractor to go in and look at that property. So we say uh, at the NACA program, pre-existing properties require property inspections from licensed property inspectors in the community. With that said, those inspections are reviewed by hand. We issue a NACA repair list that uh, documents required and or recommended repairs. Required repairs have to be addressed in order for that property to be eligible for purchase. Re recommended repairs are optional. You don't have to do them if you don't want to. Members can also come back and say, I want to do a rehab and add wish list improvements, right? But let's just focus on the NACA repair list. If you get a NACA repair list for a pre-existing property with one or more required repairs, you're working with hand to address those property-related conditions in order for that property to be eligible for purchase. If you're purchasing new construction, you do not have to go through hand because you're working with a builder, hopefully you researched, that does do good construction practices in your community. They usually come with warranties um, and we feel comfortable that that's not a, a, a product that needs our review. So that's who goes through hand. Now, the other question is, I closed on a property. This goes back to what I said earlier. I closed on a property. I didn't need hand. I didn't have a rehab escrow attached to my transaction. But now I've moved in and I'm seeing all kinds of problems. 
Unfortunately, once you become a NACA homeowner or any homeowner in this country, once you close on a loan, that property becomes your full financial responsibility. NACA nor your lender is responsible or liable for unforeseen or undetected or even undisclosed property conditions. These are your repair issues now that you will have to address. And unfortunately, we don't have a post-close rehab assistance program. We do have our MAP program, membership assistance program. If you have uh, repair conditions that are impacting your ability to make your mortgage payment, you need to contact the MAP department and they will assist you in any type of options. But as a, as a program, we don't have post-close rehab escrow options. You need to find out what's going on with this property before you close and encompass all the costs to those defects, whether it's financed in your loan, negotiate it from the seller, the seller does the repair, a grant program that we can work with you on. How can we find a way to source the funds to take care of those things that you don't have the money to take care of after closing? Because once you close, that baby is yours for better or worse. And Tammy, we established early in a few show a few shows back, we established the importance and the seriousness behind the inspections. Damien, remember that? And that inspectors, the inspector, I mean, this is is there is a check for everything that's visible, but nobody is going back into the crevice of the walls and things like that to notice that, you know, after running this water for two hours, this is what happens. We talk to some inspectors that say the first thing they do is walk in the house and turn all the faucets on. They're running things, flushing toilets, doing this, doing that, and just trying to see. But we're some people may say that, you know, they've been in the house and now that they've ran water for two hours, find out that they got is stopping up, is, you know, backed up here and there. And they're thinking, and I just want to clear this up. They're thinking, oh, my God, this program doesn't work because NACA sold me a horrible home. No, 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 no. Remember, we don't tell you where to live. We don't tell you the house. You're going house shopping on your own with your realtor and the house is being inspected. But I, I just want to clear up the misnomer where it's saying I'm in my NACA home and I'm having a this, this, this horrible time. And then we got so many that's saying I'm in my NACA home and it's the best thing ever. I love it. It's, 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 it's a dream realized. So I wanted to clear that up that they're out house shopping to find their home. We're not finding it for them, right? That's exactly right. You said um, NACA sold me a home. NACA is not a seller. We don't Thank sell you. properties. Thank you. You're going to work with individual sellers or investors, and you should know the difference. You should make sure your real estate working with you is explaining the difference between a traditional owner-occupant seller and an investor seller. If it's an owner-occupant seller, your seller's disclosure that is supposed to be supplied to you is a lot more reliable, but that's not to say that the sellers aren't going to withhold information if they think it impact their sell or their bottom line. But investor, they never lived in the home. And most states don't require investors to disclose things about a property they never lived in. So this is where you really need to hire a licensed property inspector. We have a, a courtesy list. It's called a outreach list of inspectors who do not work with NACA. Let me rephrase and let me re-say that. NACA doesn't employ inspectors for you to work with. We have a lot of members that say the NACA inspector. NACA allows independent contractors, licensed inspectors in the community to register and provide their services for free. Um, they don't meaning you're going to have to pay for an inspection, but we they don't pay us 
to have access to you. What they have to do is they have to show they're licensed, insured, have a valid tax ID. They are licensed by the state or municipality that they provide those services. And it's up to the state and municipality to stay on top of them about their continued education and meeting the guidelines that they're supposed to um, follow as a licensed inspector. But that means you also need to research, um, you know, social media is great. You can go and see reviews practically on anything. I was looking for a babysitter the other day and babysitters have reviews these days. It, it blows me away. There's nothing out there that you can't find information on online about someone's services. If you are working with the provider that has no um, social media uh, data, that's a first, that's a brand new inspector or someone who's changed their company name and you might want to check for references on that. So your research, the way you, we want you to research us is NACA the right program for you. That's the way I want you to research inspectors. Is this the right inspector for you? Now we allow them to be on our outreach list provided we have no complaints. As long as we don't have, and, and this is member complaints. Members help get them on the list by finding them through um, sort of our actions and activities, volunteer activities. Real estate agents help get them on the list but members keep them on the list. As long as I don't have complaints from members about things that are inappropriate, unprofessional, um, get price gouging, that courtesy list is for where you start. This is everybody that's registered, but you don't have to work with someone on that list. You can go out and find your own licensed property inspector to work oh, with really? provided that they register. They just have to register. And remember I said, registration oh, wow. is free. They have to register with I did NACA. not know that either. That's good to know. That is on our outreach list that we provide at the qualification point. So when you got qualified or if you get qualified, when you get qualified, you're going to get your qualification letter and a copy of the courtesy list. Read the disclaimer on the bottom of that list that says these are independent contractors. They do not work for NACA. They work for you. Do your research. And if you don't want to work with anyone on this list, Bring whoever you want to work with. They just have to agree to register and follow the guidelines. What are the guidelines? License, insurance, tax ID. They have to use the free HomeGage software, the NACA HomeGage software that we provide them at no cost so that they can upload that inspection report directly into your file for hand review. We will not accept an inspection report any other way. Um, they have to take digital photographs of the entire property. They have to um, agree to both initial property inspection services and re-inspection services. And as an option to um, make additional services, um, they can become a draw inspector uh, through our post-close rehab escrow. So um, they is, have- What is that property. just for everybody else? What, what is a draw inspector, just in case everyone doesn't know? A draw inspector is someone that we assign to a project after a home closes to um, oversee draw requests for payment. They, they visually verify work was completed. They're not guaranteeing the work of a contractor. They're just going in as an independent third party. Their lender wants to know there's a visual verification of, of work being completed before we issue a payment out. That's strong. Thank you. Damien, take it away for station break. Thank you. Stay tuned, NACA's American Dream Program. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Do you want to know why NACA is the best mortgage in America? Let's hear why from NACA homeowners themselves. 
Hey, my name is Taylor Lewis. Um, I am a NACA homeowner. But it was a smooth process. My realtor, I did use a NACA realtor. I would definitely recommend it to anyone that wants to be a homeowner. Um, and it's just a great program. To find out how NACA can make your dream of owning your home a reality, visit us at NACA.com. Are you tired of paying astronomical prices in rent? Do you think owning your own home is an impossible dream because you can't afford a down payment or have a bad credit score? Welcome to NACA. We're revolutionizing mortgage lending with the best in America mortgage. No down payment, no closing costs or fees, no PMI, no consideration of your credit score, and at a below market fixed rate. For more than 30 years, NACA has been in the forefront stabilizing communities through affordable home ownership for low to moderate income working people. To find out more information about NACA, visit us at NACA.com. That's NACA.com. Do you want to make a difference in your community and help build a stronger neighborhood? Become an active force locally as an activist. Create long-lasting changes in your community with the full support of NACA, one of the largest national nonprofit organizations fighting for economic justice. NACA's success is based on the active participation of over 2 million members advocating for affordable homeownership and economic justice. To learn more about NACA and how you can join a NACA to fight for economic justice in your neighborhood, visit NACA.com today. Are you a passionate individual driven by purpose and deeply committed to social justice causes? Then NACA is looking for you. NACA is a national nonprofit organization fighting for economic justice through affordable home ownership and community advocacy. Positions are now available for working remotely or from local NACA offices nationwide. To learn more about all the careers available, visit NACA.com careers or for questions, you can mail us at jobs at NACA.com or call 617-250-6222 extension 1215. Welcome back. Welcome back to NACA's American Dream Program. If you have any questions for um, today, please call 833-771-0500. So a property inspector is important, but and a property inspector needs to be uh, researched and they need to be selected by the member. A lot of members lean into the realtors. Who would you, who do you recommend? That's fine. Um, a lot of these inspectors do regular business, the real estate agents and the in-house agents that they work with, but you got to do your own research, check out their reviews, make sure that there's no complaints against them. If there's multiple complaints, we're taking them off. But I, I want to stress what you said with Anjanette. An inspector can only inspect what they see. We require the inspector to do the inspection during daylight hours because they got to inspect both the inside and the outside of the property. Um, the member needs to be in attendance. The attendance of the member is vital to their engagement with that inspector. Now, while the inspector's doing their job and going around and looking at everything, we want everyone to leave that inspector alone. Don't interrupt them because they're going to miss something. While that inspector is inspecting the property, we want you to walk around with your pad of paper and pencil and write down things you're concerned about so that at the end you can come together. The inspector is going to talk about what they've identified and go through any questions that you have. And you're going to point out, hey, I saw this or I saw that. And the inspector will either say, hey, I missed that. Let's go back and take a look at it. Or I identified that. And this is this is the problem. You should probably get a licensed contractor to evaluate that further or that's minimal. It'll probably cost you about this and um, you should be OK with that. That's what you're paying this inspector to do. Um, you don't want uh, a lot of people in the property while the inspections take taking place. My biggest concern on missed items often has to do with that inspector's attention being pulled away from the job you hired them to do. And this isn't short money. 
a lot of inspections uh, around the country are going to cost uh, a minimal right around $400. The bigger the property, the more units, the more expensive. You want your money's worth. So um, make sure this, this inspector's uh, attention is on your property, not on anyone else. If anyone's uh, interrupting them or asking them questions, pull them away. Say, hey, I'm paying this person. You hire a doctor to work with you and go in and, uh, you know, take care of some internal things. You don't want someone talking to that doctor while I was working on you. You want that doctor's full attention. That's the seriousness of a property inspection. You want that inspector to be focused on that property. And if that inspector is not focused on that property, you should speak up and say something to that inspector. Hey, how long is this going to take? And if you don't feel like they spent the time they needed in the house, walk them back to that property. If you have any um, complaints, report that to hand because we don't want any inspector that is not doing um, their due diligence in the services that you're paying for. That's very important. Absolutely. And Tammy, wow. we have the questions. They are still rolling. We have about nine questions. So I'm going to try to go through them before our time is up because believe it or not, we're halfway through the show. I cannot believe Again. this. But throw some hearts up if this is helpful information out there on Facebook. Let us know. Um, and always, again, for those of you who are just joining, you can reach us at 833-771-0500 and always www.naca.com. But the next question, Tammy, is are NACA members able to do a total rehab? How often does it happen? And what does the look, what does that look like in terms of timeline? So they're trying to see if they can do a total rehabilitation of a home. And how often does that happen in your experience in seeing this? And then what does that look like in terms of timelines? Okay. So there's a couple questions in there. So let me kind of, I have very long winded answers. So I'm trying to encompass a lot of information for everyone to hopefully cut down on the volume of questions, right? So we do major renovations all the time. Uh, at any given time, we're probably doing about 20 to $25 million in renovations. Um, and this is someone that is closed working through a renovation process. Um, this has been probably one of our heaviest renovation years, uh, 2020, 2021, because the inventory that's out there is not like it used to be. Uh, if you are looking to buy a pre-existing property type, a lot of the good ones are snatched up or a lot of the good ones are just not up for sale. People know they have a good thing and they're not selling it, right? And unfortunately, a lot of investors are buying them up and just keeping them for rental properties, which is another big thing we can talk about another day. So that leaves a very uh, aged, beat up, battered, you know, inventory. You ever go to the store into the, you know, produce section and someone's bought up all the good or uh, good apples and oranges and you got yep. a bunch of that's what that's what our inventory looks like right now so um everybody's looking at rehab options um but this isn't hgtv the property brothers aren't going to come in um unfortunately i wish <laughs> well, actually you know no 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 hurt to the property brothers but what those property brothers do most of our members cannot afford. 
what you think something cost is probably about 300 times different <laughs> than what it actually costs. So going back to the rehab question, we do rehabs all the time. We do major renovations. Um, we have a rehab product that allows you to roll in uh, funds to do required repairs, such as code, safety, health, structural, major mechanical. Um, and we allow improvements for properties that are not already improved. So I'm going to kind of touch on that real quick. NACA's goal is to make sure your, your mortgage is affordable and we make rehab funds available for properties that need rehab. If you have an improved property, that property doesn't need a renovation and we're not um, going to support adding additional money to just change the finishes. That's something you can do over time. If you're a true owner occupant of this property, you have time to update out of pocket um, something should not be rolled into a 30-year mortgage. Uh, we have members that would like to roll in appliances. When you roll in a refrigerator to a 30-year mortgage, you might as well roll in a, a, a Lincoln Navigator. Right. It's uh, not you pay for if you pay for like 10 refrigerators. So we're going to be focused on shorter-term finance and options, and we only allow members that are low income um, with no assets to actually use uh, the funds to roll in appliances. No one else is uh, going to be eligible because they have options to uh, maybe get a short-term credit card with Home Depot or do some short-term or just they have the assets to pay for it. But when it comes to a rehab, we're looking at properties in true need of improvement. You can do a major renovation, um, but I go back to the this being the busiest 24 months in rehab we've seen um, in my history at NACA, which is 18 years or so. Contractors are spread thin. Uh, we lost a lot of contractors, unfortunately, to COVID um, and a lot retired. A lot of people retired in the great resignation uh, also hit the construction industry, right? So a lot of people are just quitting this field. So um, it's taking longer. What could have taken six months to complete is taking some members up to a year. And the engagement of the member is the vital piece of this, staying on top of it. I, I had a conversation with a member last week who says, I work on this weekly. This is my second job. So we're working with her for as long as it takes, right? Um, it could take six months. It could take 12 months. Some members are um, impacted in different ways, taking a little bit longer. Um, not so much time, just depends. Depends on the market. We can roll in up to six months mortgage payments if you can't live in the house while construction is taking place. Um, but if we know this project's going to take 12 months, that means you got to have an additional six months reserves in the bank when you close to be ready to start making that mortgage payment on the seventh month the mortgage is due because NACA nor the lender have the ability to come back and get payment assistance once that loan is closed. It's a fixed rate conventional loan. Once it's closed, those terms are locked and nothing's changing those terms. We can't go back and get more money. So um, rate... I'm on average, I think we're looking at major renovations somewhere between $150,000, $200,000 on major renovations. Um, there's some challenges with that because contractors require upfront funds. Now, we are currently working on an initiative with our participating lender, Bank of America, to start making funds available for upfront funds because we know that there are challenges with contractors' um, availability. And if I was a contractor, I'm married to a contractor. 
they want upfront funds. They're only willing to come out of pocket so much on a major renovation. You know, that's a lot of money to come um, out of pocket with. So we are working on initiatives to make exceptions in those areas where people can't find contractors to do this. And we're, we're excited about this. We took this away um, probably about a decade ago due to abuses. Um, unfortunately, with contractors and members, um, you don't want to give a contractor $60,000 of money that you have to pay back over a 30-year period for them to take off because I can't get it back for you. Um, NACA is not responsible. NACA nor the lender, they're going to have members sign um, a liability that says if this contractor doesn't fulfill their contractual obligations, it'll be up to you, the member, to pursue legal action against them. NACA is not going to be engaged in that. We're going to facilitate and help to mediate any issues. Um, but there's things that come up with uh, major renovations, NACA related or not. So just like you have to research an inspector, you really need to research contractors. And because of contractor availability, renovation might not be the best for someone who's working you know, two jobs, um, raising kids, and has a mother in, you know, hot, you know, some kind of nursing home. If your time every day is already thin, renovation is not an option for you. We need to kind of focus on a more uh, move-in ready house. But if you've got the time and the ability to do your due diligence on making sure you're locating contractors who can work within the parameters and follow this through, no matter what uh, major worldly pandemics come up, we're here to work with you for as long as it takes to get it done. Wow. I hope that the broad That was question. awesome, Tammy. That I got a awesome question yeah, as I far as two others. <laughs> what what is considered new construction? So let me give you an example. In my situation, the builder was still building in my neighborhood, built my house, but never sold it for a year. I was the first person to buy it. However, it was still brand new. It just had existed for a year. So does that qualify as new construction or retail? And what's the definition as to how NACA looks at that? So NACA's definition of new construction, Damien, is a property that uh, was built in the last 12 months and never occupied. Okay. Now, some people say, well, I bought the model home. The model home is always the first property that is mm-hmm. built in a community and it was definitely occupied by the thousands of people that walk through it every day to view it, Absolutely. right? And use its bathrooms and all of the things that come along. So what we're looking at is new construction is a property that was built within the last 12 months. Um, after 12 months, even if no one ever lived or occupied, a property is an organic living thing. Would you know, all of the things that go with the home, it it shrinks and expands with the weather. Um, It leaks, it it has some sinking, you know, it gets established. There's all kinds of things that go on on a property. After 12 months, we need to get an inspection and we need to treat it like a property. So we're going to use a case by case, you know, review of properties that members will say this is new construction. But if it's over 12 months, regardless of whether someone lived in or not, Um, It can even get termites by that time. You know, it's been sitting on the ground long enough to be, and did the builder take appropriate termite, preventative termite measures or wood destroying insect organism measures. um, And we need to look to see how that is going to impact. A lot of 
um, properties that are over 12 months that have never been lived in, goes through an inspection, pretty straightforward. The builder's still selling the home. The builder works on correcting any of those issues, and it's pretty straightforward. Because new construction is not eligible for rehab, um, we look at those um, for that reason. Less than 12 months, still working with the builder, never occupied. Over 12 months, certain criteria would fall. Thank you. All right. Next question. Ms. Warwick, thank you for this question. A couple of them asked this. Can we pay out of pocket rather than having funds added to the loan? Perfect. So when we um, when a member asks for rehab escrow and they ask for rehab escrow for pretty much one or two reasons, there's required repairs that the seller is unable or unwilling to complete prior to close with the reinspection and the member still wants to buy the home. So they're going to do a rehab escrow to take care of those repairs in order for that property to be eligible for purchase or two, they want to do improvements to the property, which include wish list repairs and possible other uh, required repairs. So ask me that question one more time. <laughs> I, 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 I apologize. They're basically asking. No, 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 no. They're basically asking. This is so much fun. Yeah, so fun. So when you do a rehab escrow, it can be sourced one of several ways. It can be sourced through seller credit. The, the seller can provide money to do those repairs. It can be sourced by the member out of pocket. It can be sourced through financing. And if eligible, and there's a pre-approved grant out there, it can be sourced through a grant. Now, it can be done through one or a combination of those sources. Regardless of where the money's coming from, through those eligible source options, that money's gonna be collected at close and held in a rehab escrow by the lender to ensure that the work was completed per the terms of the loan. When I say per the terms of the loan, when you close on a rehab escrow, you sign a rehab escrow agreement. It's called a rehabilitation agreement. That's between you and that lender that says the scope of work that NACA defined must be completed in order for these funds to be dispersed for the completion of those repairs. If you complete those uh, repairs, defined in that scope of work per the terms of the loan, um, we pay the contractors and you're good to go. If you don't, you are in default of your mortgage and default action can be taken against you. And this is where HAND really wants to work with members to make sure they don't fall into default. Most members have six months to complete their repairs per the terms of the loan. And that is defined within the um, rehabilitation escrow agreement and the member rehabilitation disclosure and agreement that NACA has every member sign before we even look at the file as an option for a rehab because member needs to understand their roles and responsibilities. You got questions. I can see your face. Yeah, because I'm digging into, and, and you answered Leilani's. Leilani, thank you for, your, for that mm -hmm. question. You answered her question because she wanted to know, could she just pay it out of pocket as opposed to putting it into the loan? But I want to dig deeper into her question because you just hit on something. You're saying I'm in default if the, all the repairs aren't done. But what if I just want to buy the property as is and I don't want to fool with, you know, any, any, any of this? What if I just want to buy the property as is and I'll do the repairs as I, as I secure funding or, you know, every year I, I do something to repair the property. Let me work on it as is and leave, leave my beautiful package alone in, the, in perfect condition alone. Can okay. I not do that? This is that now you're going into the realm of waivers. So I am presuming that you were talking about a property that is pre-existing 
and received a NACA repair list with one or more required repairs. Correct. Remember what I said earlier, those repairs must be addressed. They're, they're now uh, property conditions that must be addressed to obtain approval to close. Okay. So if you do not want to do a rehab, if you do not want to request a, I get a little gnat flying around my office with me today. If you don't want to request a rehab escrow, and you want to take care of those repairs on your own outside of the transaction, outside of NACA and the lender uh, rehab agreement, you have an option to request a waiver. The waiver will only be considered if one, we are supplied a repair quote. Basically, we want you to do your due diligence, get an evaluation from a licensed contractor that details exactly what's wrong and how much it's going to cost to cure. I don't need it for me, NACA hand director. I need you to understand what you're waiving. So you must provide us an evaluation and repair quote to understand what you are truly waiving. Number two, you have to provide me with proof of assets that shows you can actually pay for those things after you close. Proof of assets are reserved funds above and beyond your minimum required funds to close with and your minimum reserves that you were supposed to have in your bank account to cover the first one, two, or more mortgage payments to base on the property type. If you don't have the assets above and beyond your minimum required funds and reserves, you can't afford to do these repairs afterwards. And I can't waive them unless you do a rehab escrow or unless the seller completes those repairs prior to close, this property is not eligible for purchase and you'll have to go find a more suitable property that meets your affordability and program gotcha. guideline. Wow, this is so helpful. And Cassandra Santos is coming to us saying, do repairs always have to be based on conditions? Or can I use hand for strictly cosmetic purposes? Like, I just want to change colors of cabinets. So remember what I said earlier. If a property is already improved and does not need further improvement, it is not eligible for rehab escrow. So um, if you just want to change colors of cabinets, which... If I'm buying a home, you will never see me buying white cabinets. It is just against my DNA. So I'm going to want, I'm going to want to replace those cabinets, but I am not going to finance it into a 30-year mortgage because I can go over to uh, cabinets and more or Home Depot or Lowe's and I can do a short 72-month financing. And sometimes it's at no interest. Yeah. And buy those cabinets, have them installed, and it's not pushing up my mortgage payment, nor am I paying interest, and I'm back to my Lincoln Navigator. Do you understand? So that's, that's why NACA doesn't allow rehab escrow options for properties that are already improved. We are here to make sure that mortgage is affordable and that the rehab escrow option is being used for what is needed, not what is desired. Thank you, Tammy. Next question. What, will the required repairs, because remember earlier we were talking about required and then wish lists and things like that. Will the required repairs come out of my budget? What if I have no funds in my budget for repairs? Okay, that's a wonderful question. And this is, this is so important. So I'm going to really think about how I respond to this. Take your time. When you qualify, you knew exactly what you qualified for. 
you knew exactly what your limit was. Mm-hmm. When you went out shopping, you need to understand that when you make an offer on a home that needs repair, you must leave room for repair costs. If you That's don't, what many of them don't know. No, they don't. Or, you know, and it's, it's human nature in all of us. Um, we hear things that are important to us. We discard things that are not on our radar, not on our spectrum of what our focus is, right? But this is very important. And this is, this yeah. is thing that worry me all the time. You're putting up earnest money. Mm-hmm. You're spending money for property inspections and sometimes money for additional evaluations, depending on the condition of that home. This money is non-refundable. When we coached you and counseled you in your budget counseling, we said this is the minimum required funds that you're going to need for inspections and the types of fees to um, acquire the property. Those fees are non-refundable and NACA nor the lender is responsible if that property cannot be qualified and closed. You're out of that money. And you don't want to risk earnest money, especially some large earnest monies out there that sellers are demanding because they can due to the market conditions. Um, sometimes it takes a minute to get all those evaluations in that you paid for to find out, I have no room to cover this. I have to terminate my contract. Now I just lost a portion of the money that I could have used to buy this home and I got to recoup that money before I go look for another property. If you don't leave room for repairs, so if you know this is your ceiling and you go out and buy, and let me just rephrase this, you know this is your ceiling and you go out and make an offer up here, you basically established you have no room for rehab. You need to bring it down. This is my ceiling. This is the most I can offer on any property so that I can fill that gap with rehab escrow. You can't go back and try to re-qualify after you get into contract because you've already established before you qualified what you can afford. What happened in the last 30 days that jumped your qualification up $2,000? There's no such thing unless you got a, a job that is paying you more or you reduce some debt. Maybe there's some room to renegotiate what you can qualify for, but everybody knew what their ceiling was when they got their qualification letter and you cannot be pressured. Um, I was in real estate for many years before I came to NAC. And the one thing that I refused to do to any buyer that I represented, I refused to show them any home that was outside their affordability because it's not fair. So important. And I'm hoping our realtors get this and hear this because I'm hearing more. And Damien, I'm sure you see this. You take them out house shopping and they want this this home and they've already reached close to the ceiling, which leaves no room for repairs or or budgeted repairs. So now what happens, Tammy? They're on their own or they go off and they have to start all over finding a house realistically, finding a home. It's absolutely heartbreaking. And I just to defense the real estate agents out there that work with NAC on a regular basis, they are often pressured by our own members to push, right? Our agents have to be diligent in keeping the member clear about what their ceiling is. And if it needs repairs, are they leaving room? Um, It takes a team to buy a home. It takes a good realtor that can stand up to a member who doesn't have realistic expectations to what their members want, right? And it takes a good, strong, focused member to hold their agent accountable to their budget. 
even though my qualification says I can afford $300,000, I'm going to tell my agent, I don't want a property that costs more than 300 because I'm pocketing that $50,000 for what ifs. You know, members have to make decisions on what they disclose to their uh, their agents. They don't have to show them their um, financial disclosure because, you know, there's the good, the bad, and the ugly out there when it comes to real estate agents. You have really good real estate agents. Our in-house agents are trained to be focused on the members' affordability. They get the same fee regardless of what the sales price is. So there's no incentive for them to get you in the max because they get the same fee regardless. Um, and we have good referral agents out there, but you have a lot of agents out there that are, you can afford 350. Let me go show you this house for 365 and see if we can get it down. Knowing damn well that when you walk in to make an offer, there's a bidding war and that bidding war generally takes it over about 25 to 30%. Don't get into a bidding war with money you don't have in your pocket. That's right. The biggest thing I've seen with that, like what we do as in-house agents is we, so if your max is, as you said, 300, I'm already going to probably be 40,000 lower than that one, because I need to be able to bid up to 20,000 more for the house and also include the 10% above the appraised price to now fit in the, the, the repairs because we don't know what we get in there and see. So I explain it to the member. I'm going to say, this is what the cost is. This is what we're doing. This is 10% above. Now, what you're wanting, I don't tell them no. I do the mortgage calculator with that new amount, the 10% above. You now have to decide where you're going to get the money from because I don't know what's in their budget. I don't know what's in their pocket, but I send it to them with the mortgage calculator. This is the amount that you need to reach, which includes the 10% above. Now, if you're getting a gift, if you got the money in your account, I don't know, but I send it to them to let them know. And they say, okay, Damien, I don't have that. Now I can't do that. Let's go lower. And that's what I try to do with my members. Let's stay way below so we can now be able to offer more and include the rehab budget. To add to that, Damien, you you often have properties that are not in the best condition. So you know that they're going to appraise for um, somewhat less based on its as-is condition. And all, mm-hmm. uh, and all appraisals are based on as-is condition. As, an, as a real estate agent representing a NACA member, you can go out and look at comps in the immediate mm-hmm. area that an appraiser is going to do and say, if this property was improved, improved meaning all of the um, highest possible condition that you can meet on value, right? Because just because you have a pool doesn't mean you're going to get the value for a pool. You might get a portion of the value. So if you look at the comps in the area and see what the highest best value is for a property in perfect moving condition, what I would say new construction condition, that gives you an idea of what you should offer to leave room for the rehab. Now I can go back and ask for a second appraisal based on subject to repairs that are going to bring additional value. Because when that initial appraisal is done, it's done as is is. the current condition. Unfortunately, a lot of people are making offers on as is poor condition properties, like they're perfect condition properties. And you left no room. And a lot of times members are having to come to the table with a principal reduction if they want this house, because you can only buy that home for its as is value. You cannot exceed 100% of the appraised as is value when it comes to the purchase transaction. But for rehab, even though I can go up to 110%, 
I can go up to 110% of a subject to appraisal, subject to repairs. So if your as-is appraisal came in at 100,000, we'll talk short money. If it's 100,000 and um, based on your assessment, you can uh, roll in $10,000 worth of repairs. But if it needs 40 or $50,000 improvements, I can take that property with the scope of work and say, order a second appraisal. The lender will pay not only for that first appraisal, they'll pay for the second one subject to the repairs and it'll come back. And now it could be worth 150,000 and I can go up to 110% of that 150,000 provided, very important, provided it does not exceed your max qualification amount, maximum acquisition for where that property is located. And acquisition, NACA's acquisition limits are the total cost that it took to acquire that property, meaning the sales price, all rehabs rolled in, all rehab pairs paid out of pocket by you or the seller. Total acquisition cannot exceed um, the median income for that area. And then we have the list on that. And Damon, you could explain that a little bit. That's sort of out of my wheelhouse, but I'm, I am limited to max acquisition, max qualification, and the maximum uh, loan to value, which is 110% of the final appraisal on the property. That is awesome. And a lot of people don't know about the as is and the subject too, because that now gets you to one of those questions that you had where you can do a full rehab on the house. You had one earlier where they were trying to oh, do more. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that goes back to that. Thank you, Tammy. That was awesome. I'm telling you, that man. Is. My goodness, we've done it again. I, I, I just don't know what to say, I Tammy. can't believe it. We're going to have to get you. We're going to have to do a two-hour show. <laughs> Tammy, seriously, we still have more questions coming in, and there are good questions. And guess what, Damien? We did not even talk about the real reason why we wanted hand back in here, not only backed by popular demand, but we wanted to talk about the multi-property and mixed use. How does that, how does hand fit into that? Oh, I need to come back for that because that's so important. That's so important. So if you want to put a part three together. Three and a four, because you know we're not going to get done. We already know it. We're in trilogy mode now. We're going into trilogy mode, you guys. Throw some hearts up out there on Facebook for Tammy Johnson in the hand department. You've done your thing once again, Queen. Thank you for coming wow. into the show. Thank you. Blessing us, just, just giving us all the, all the hand department in its splendor and glory and what you guys are out there helping us do when we're achieving the dream of home ownership. You're making sure that it lasts, that we're maintaining it and that they do get quality property. So if no one else is saying it, we throw some hearts up for you and we commend you for what you're doing out there. And you're hiring in your department. Your department is hiring, right? Absolutely. We have so many new initiatives coming on board that we want to expand what HAND does for both uh, new members and closed members um, working on an initiative that we can hopefully announce uh, in the next uh, couple months on that. But uh, with all things, go to the webinars Tuesdays and Wednesdays, you can go to them as frequently as you like to learn and listen. Um, If you're just starting the program, start the workshops now because you kind of want to get an idea of how this fits within your counseling process. Then you get qualified, do it again. Uh, If you're going to do a rehab, do it again. When you close, do it again because you learn something new all the time. And we're there and we're, we're answering questions live and there to assist the members with whatever they need. 
And to find out more about the positions that Han has available and things like that, always reach out to www.naca.com. And Tammy, I mean, think about it. The Han department can have a whole webpage on the, on its own. There's so many different departments. It's coming. It's coming. We yeah. need it. We need it. I want to be able to direct them to the website to get more information about Han and your team. So thank you, Tammy. The trilogy yes. is coming soon. Stay tuned. Ooh. Thank, Thank you, you, David. You guys have a blessed day. Remember, if you are not vaccinated, get vaccinated. It is an important part of life as we know it today. Mask up, everybody. Make it a great day. Take care. Thanks for listening. NACA's American Dream Program is a production of the Neighborhood Assistance Corporation of America, a national nonprofit organization fighting for economic justice through affordable homeownership and community advocacy. To learn more about NACA and our advocacy efforts, careers, NACA's Best in America Mortgage, or to join a NACA in your community, visit us at NACA.com.